Welcome. Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Lifestyle Podcast, where we explore the intersection of Orlando real estate and your best life. I'm your host, Phil Cruz, here to help you make the most out of your journey right here in the city beautiful. Today's topic, why is living in Orlando so great? If you know me, you know I'm a huge Orlando advocate. And if you aren't already, I have a feeling by that by the end of this podcast, you will be. Number one, the economy, okay? Believe it or not, Orlando, the state of Florida in general and Orlando has an extremely good and diverse economy. Let's focus on the state as a whole, okay? There is no state income tax. I don't care what side of the political spectrum you fall on, less taxes is good for your bottom line. We are only one of nine states in the entire United States that does not have state income taxes. And one of them is North Dakota, don't wanna live there, Wyoming, Alaska, no offense to those places, I'm sure they're beautiful, not for me. So you get all the benefits of living in Florida, no state income tax. That can be as high as 13% of your take-home pay, talking about California. Now, of course, the nation's average is somewhere closer to 5%, but it's a huge selling point to living right here in Florida and, of course, right here in Orlando. Let's focus back more specifically on Orlando relative to our economic situ situation. An airport in the city is a great indicator of the economy, especially the tourist economy. Obviously, we know Orlando and Florida is known for its tourism. We have the largest airport in the state of Florida, bigger than Miami. And I'm talking about flights and square footage or square miles, people. We have a huge airport. It's the best. We just opened up a new terminal, Terminal C, dedicated to international travel. And, and actually, they've added some domestic flights there, too. Bottom line is it's only going to grow. Not to mention, we just opened a train station there connecting Orlando directly to Miami via high-speed rail. More on that later. Did you know that Orlando is the number one most visited city in the entire country? And we're up there on the list worldwide, people, with Paris, okay? People want to come to Orlando. We are practically recession-proof because of our tourism. Orlando's airport welcomed 74 million visitors in 2022, again, making us number one in the U.S., okay? Uh, speaking of number ones, UCF Knights. Let's go, baby. Yes, I'm a UCF grad class of 2006. Depending on the year, UCF is the largest university in the country, number one, by enrollment. And last year, we had 68,000 enrollees, more or less, topping the list. And UCF, their number one college is engineering, okay? So we're talking technical degrees, high-paying jobs. The entire campus is surrounded by technological-based companies, government contractors. There's an area called Research Park, okay? And UCF, I volunteer there in their engineering college, so I got my finger on the pulse. They are investing tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars over the next decade or so to hire more staff, more research assistants, upgrade facilities, build more buildings. UCF stands for under construction forever, some people think, right? University of Central Florida. Some people think it stands for you can't finish, but that's a different story for a different bulk, uh, podcast altogether. 
point is, is it's a huge economic driver to keep flooding every year more and more qualified graduates with technical degrees right here into Orlando. And where are they going to work? Right? They don't need to go to some other city. Okay. Let's start with the Space Coast. All right. Everyone knows Kennedy Space Center. Ever heard of it? Cape Canaveral, NASA. Yeah, you can go work there. Oh, you can go work for SpaceX or Blue Origin or the company that's sending people up in a hot air balloon for tourism. There's so many uh, entrepreneurs, Virgin Galactic. Uh, they're all based right here. If not based, then, then massive presence like SpaceX right there on the Space Coast. Okay, we got Lockheed Martin. Okay, we got Northrop Grumman. These are just, these are two of the largest government contractors for aerospace, uh, military weapons, things of that nature, uh, systems, technology. Lockheed has their headquarters here. Speaking of headquarters, Darden. Okay, the largest restaurant company in the country. Bang, headquartered right here. In Orlando. And oh, by the way, there's the Darden School of Hospitality Management, UCF, located on Disney property. Okay. Oh, I didn't mention Disney, didn't I? Did I? Largest employer in the state. Okay. Disney was going to move their entire headquarters from California, bringing 2,000 employees here. The political situation got all jacked up. We all know about it. Bottom line is that could still be coming. All right. It makes nothing but sense. But Disney is massive. Disney stands alone out of all those companies, as, as of all the things I said, it's probably the number one economic driver for our whole region, let alone just Orlando. Now let's shift gears here. Number two, probably should be number one, but <laughs> I wanted to focus on the economy, is our weather, people. We live in Florida. Everyone wants to come here. They want a vacation here. Okay, they want to enjoy our sandy beaches, our cold spring-fed lakes and rivers. We have the best weather in the country. Minus maybe some parts in California, okay? But then you got the 13% income tax. I am biased. All right, Florida's the bomb. All right, Orlando's the bomb. Now, this is the, the point. Orlando is centrally located in the state, okay? So we're very close to both the East Coast and West Coast beaches. You're only an hour from Cocoa Beach, which is where my parents live on there all the time. You're only an hour and a half from Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, all the sugar sand quartz beaches that actually feel cold on your feet. You're right there. Now, I grew up in Miami, okay? I grew up in Kendall, like real Miami, okay? The coast was close. It still took me an hour to get to South Beach because of traffic, because Miami's crazy, right? So really, we're just as close to the beaches as, as most major cities, unless you live like right on the beach when you factor in traffic. We have a great road that gets you out there called 528 or the beach line for obvious reasons, okay? Again, centrally located in the state. So some people get concerned about living in Florida relative to having hurricanes. Of course, I get it. I lived through Hurricane Andrew in 92 in Miami. I lived through Hurricane Charlie here in 2004, which for me was just a big party because I was a college kid renting somebody else's house, but I digress. When a hurricane hits, it clobbers the city that it hits on the coast, mainly due to the storm surge, okay? And the super intense high winds. The second that storm, the eye of the storm gets over land, it weakens dramatically, just like it strengthens dramatically over warm water. It weakens dramatically when it's not over water. Okay. So generally speaking, by the time a hurricane gets inland, even a few miles, 10, 20 miles, it's significantly weaker. I'm talking one to two categories less than what it was when it made landfall, which is what happened with Charlie. Charlie made a direct hit in Orlando in 2004. It was cat five when it hit. It was cat three when it came through Orlando. 
So we are insulated from hurricanes and we're on high ground. Okay. So yes, there is some localized flooding, but generally speaking, you're not getting the flooding, certainly not any storm surge, which is the main reason we have flooding with hurricanes. So we are insulated from the severe weather, weather more than really all the other major cities, Jacksonville, Miami, and Tampa, which will also be affected by rising sea levels here in the next 10, 20 years, not Orlando. We are the best relative to our location. Okay. Obviously we have epic spring and fall weather. That's not uncommon around the country, certainly, but our fall and spring is more extended, right? Because we have less seasons. We really don't have a winter, right? And our summer is, can be hot, but it's not as bad as people might think. And the main reason is because we get the cross breeze. We're a peninsula. We got the beach breezes coming from both sides. Our weather is pretty insulated. When it's as hot as it can be all over the country in New York and Chicago and all these cities you think that are supposed to be cool and they're well over 100, we're still in the low, low 90s, guys. We don't get out of the, the low 90s because of our of the, the nature of being on a peninsula with the cross breeze. So I mentioned our proximity to the major cities, Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami. All right, we're two hours from Jacksonville driving. We're about three to four hours from Miami driving and only an hour and a half to Tampa. Okay, we got great uh, um, interstates running through the area, but let's focus on the train, the Brightline high-speed rail that's already connected and operationalized in this recording, connecting Miami to Orlando, or should I say Orlando to Miami in three hours. That's an express trip, no stops. Okay, you can do work, you can sleep, you can go to the beverage car. It's probably where I'd be. Eat some lunch, take the kids. You don't have to drive. It's super safe. You know, driving is the most dangerous thing we do. Bang, now we can get on a train, go check out the World Cup in 2026 uh, in Miami, come back. The train's huge. And oh, by the way, Brightline is going to connect. It's happening to Tampa. It's already been locked in. It's just going to take a while to, to get done. And it's supposed to get done and go to Jacksonville. So we're going to be the central node of a, a huge high-speed rail infrastructure, Orlando. Got to love it. Told you I'm a huge Orlando advocate. Focusing back on our weather, and really not so much our weather, but what we have to offer as far as the outdoors, okay? Springs. We have springs everywhere. Florida has a freshwater, giant freshwater aquifer underneath that pumps freshwater up and out in the form of cool giant pool springs that feed awesome rivers with tubing and kayaking, great fishing. If the water's like in the seventies, you can drink it right there. It's amazing. I went to Ginny Springs earlier this year. Blue Springs is right up the street from Orlando, a 45 minute drive. That's where all the manatees go. When it's cold out, it's a cool phenomena. You have springs everywhere. It's, it's, it's surreal. Uh, we have great forests like the North Ocala National Forest, great hiking, the St. John's River Basin, the Indian River Lagoon is only an hour, hour and a half away with some of the world's best redfish fishing. Some of the best fishing in the world in general is right here anywhere in the state of Florida, especially when you go down to the Keys. Um, it, it's epic. Um, and, you know, with the way Orlando is from a topography standpoint, we have more lakes just about than any other city in the entire country, including cities in Minnesota, the land of the lakes. Now, Orlando's the land of the lakes. I live on a lake. It is one of the easiest places. It's still hard, let's be honest. But it's one of the easiest places in the country to get lakefront property simply because of the volume. We have so much lakes, so many sinkholes that have formed over the last thousands of years. It, it's epic. So lakefront living is right here. You don't have to be on the coast 
worried about hurricanes to get yourself a waterfront property. Believe me on that. And you don't have the wave action. Okay. That means Orlando is a great place for boating. A lot of people don't realize. Okay. My neighbor has a wake surfing boat. Wake Famous wakeboarders live here. Remember when that was a thing back in the 90s? Wakeboarding? Yeah. Orlando is one of the capitals of wakeboarding. Okay. Of course, great fishing. And you can have your boat and you can trailer it over to the coast and do your offshore fishing, things like that, especially since you're only an hour from Cocoa Beach, Cape Canaveral, put your boat in, bang, you're offshore. Now, number three, Orlando is great for families. Okay. I have, I live here. I have three kids as of this recording under the age of eight. Yes, I'm completely insane. Uh, but I love them to death, of course. Some of the best schools in the state are right here in Orlando with a highlight of Seminole County. Seminole County is ranked number two in the entire state of Florida for the best public schools. We're not talking private, okay? And Orange County, especially um, as you get closer to downtown Orlando, has some of the best schools as well. So great, great schools, no matter what the national media tries to portray about our school system. We have epic public schools if you're in the right neighborhood, and that's how we kind of tie in the real estate a little bit. But... And of course, this comes with affluence, but there's tons of private schools, again, some of the best in the country right here in Orlando, and a lot of charter school options. We have school choice. So even if you find yourself in a neighborhood where you're not too a huge fan of your public school, you have lots of options to go to charter schools or uh, transfer to a different school or go to a private school. It's easy to get around here in Orlando. We have I-4, Interstate 4. Connects Tampa to Jacksonville, goes right through Orlando, runs north and south like a T. You have the 408 Expressway, runs east and west through downtown just like this. That gets you out to UCF, gets you out to Winter Garden. The interstate and expressway system is epic. You have the 417 looping around one side, the 429 on the other. The 528 takes you out to the beach. Yes, a lot of these are toll roads, but man, super convenient. Yes, we have bad traffic, but trust me, people, if you, if you live in Orlando, you probably say we have bad traffic. If you live in Tampa, if you live in Orlando, or excuse me, in Miami, you say Orlando doesn't have bad traffic. Certainly, if you live in cities like LA, New York, Chicago, you can't even compare. Our traffic here is really not that bad, especially with the way our road systems are designed. We got lucky that we grew as a city a little bit later than some of those big companies, uh, those big cities, bigger cities. Orlando is great for families. Why? Theme parks. Hello. How many people save? for years, if not a decade, just to come see Mickey, all right? Just to go to Universal Studios and ride the awesome roller coasters at Islands of Adventure or go to our epic water parks, okay? We live here. I live here in Orlando. You either do or can live here in Orlando and be right down the street. You have Florida rates, so you save money on tickets. You can buy year passes, um, great shopping, obviously. We all know about the theme parks. Point is, kids love it. You live in Orlando. It's a huge perk. I would say just a bonus. Um, SeaWorld is really up their game. Uh, they have a Sesame Street land. Uh, it's cheaper. It's closer to downtown Orlando, which is where I live. Um, it, it goes without saying we get the value of the theme parks. We talked about the weather earlier. How does that pertain more so to family living? Well, you can be outdoors a lot. Uh, I, for one, don't want my kids on iPads and watching TV all the time. More on that on a different podcast. So when the weather is generally good and not cold, and not full of snow and slush, get your kids outside, right? Outdoor sports year round, okay? Parks everywhere. 
okay? Playgrounds outside everywhere, shaded, all right? We need the shade in the summer, don't get me wrong. Lots of shade, we have tons of oak trees, okay? Live oaks that grow for two, three, 400 years are everywhere in Orlando. If you go on a rooftop in downtown Orlando and just look in any direction, all you see is green. It's gorgeous, okay? You can introduce your kids to nature that way. There's lots of areas to camp around here. We're, we're surrounded by state and national forests within one to two hour forests, <laughs> within one or two hours drive, go camping. It, I just love being outdoors with my kids. I talked to you about the lakes, tons of nature. Uh, don't need to be worried about the gators. Although if you don't live in Orlando, you would probably disagree. I get it. Culture. All right, a lot of people don't realize Orlando is a super diverse city with tons of culture. Let's focus more towards where I live, what I call real Orlando, and, and less so about the parks. You got the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts. It's relatively new. It is gorgeous, people. They're expanding it. Uh, we get all the major Broadway musicals and plays, uh, you know, and uh, lots of musicians there. And it's just an awesome cultural center right in the middle of downtown. You have the Orlando Philharmonic. You have the Orlando Ballet. Uh, you have tons of music venues. More so for the kids, too, you have the Orlando Science Center. All right, it's one of the best science centers in the country, in my opinion. I've had people tell me that coming from out of town, they say, we come, bring our kids to the Orlando Science Center. It is awesome. I take my kids there all, all the time, especially on a rainy day. Great family rate. You could pay something like 125 bucks for your entire family year round. Kids are free. So it's basically you as the adults. It's pretty cool. A thriving music scene. Tons of underground music bars everywhere. All kinds of little walkable pockets, sub neighborhoods here in Orlando. You got the Milk District. You got the Hourglass District, you got the Soto area, you got Mills 50, uh, you got like Park Avenue and Winter Park, you got old downtown Winter Garden, breweries everywhere. I mean, I can go on and on. The culinary scene, okay? The Michelin star folks came in, you know, the folks that rate the restaurants, and they recently gave a bunch of restaurants here in Orlando Michelin stars. If you're a foodie, Orlando's the right place for you. Yes, most of the Michelin star rated restaurants happen to be over in kind of the Disney-ish main tourist area, but they have another classification called Bib Gourmand, which is basically honorable mention. And we have a ton of independently owned, chef owned and operated Bib Gourmand rated restaurants within, shoot, 10, 15 minutes of where I live, which is more or less downtown and surrounded by a young, hip, nightlife, music, walkability. It is awesome. Great, great culture. A lot of people don't realize. We have a great sports atmosphere. Um, you know, Orlando City Soccer is doing well right now. Huge soccer scene in Orlando. It's so much fun to go to the games with a dedicated soccer stadium that was designed by uh, Europeans where they sunk the stadium down, keeps all the noise in. You got the Orlando Magic, the Orlando Solar Bears. Um, it just, it, it's just a fun sports town. Yes, we need a championship, please. Uh, but it's a lot of fun and a great city for it. Um, super diverse city. I mentioned it. I mean, a, a huge LBGTQ community uh, and, and just a very safe and welcoming environment. So many nice people. Everyone makes eye contact, says hi, helps you out. It's just, it's just a warm, inviting place to be and live on a daily basis, no matter where you are in the city, just walking around and making eye contact and meeting your neighbors. Um, it's a melting pot. You know, we're in Florida, right? A lot of people think melting pot. They think Miami, right? We've got that too. We got tons of Brazilians. My wife's Brazilian. Okay. Fun fact. We have Latinos all over the place, um, you know, that have just moved here over the years due to our proximity, obviously to South and Central America. And we get all the fun culture that comes with that, the parties, 
the music, the food. It's great to have a melting pot. I, for one, think that raising your kids in a diverse environment is awesome. This is a truly global world that we live in. And the more you can expose your children to other cultures, the better. Orlando is great for that. Low crime. A lot of people don't realize that Orlando has one of the lower crime rates of major cities in the country. And hospitals. We have two of the largest hospital chains in the country right here in Orlando, Advent Health and Orlando Regional Medical Center. Everywhere is a hospital. You're never far from an emergency, from an emergency room. And I'd like to highlight specifically with ORMC, Orlando Regional Medical, right in downtown, you have the, arguably the best women and babies hospital in the entire world or country at Winnie Palmer. And then right next door is Arnold Palmer. Again, one of the most highly rated children's hospital in the state of Florida. If you don't love Orlando, if you don't wanna live in Orlando, or you're thinking about moving away from Orlando, I have a feeling you have a different opinion after today's podcast. And listen, while you're here, hook me up with a review or leave a comment. And of course, follow me everywhere at Phil Cruz Orlando Realtor. Again, that's Cruz with a K, okay? Pesky Germans. Your best life in Orlando is within reach. Keep embracing every moment, guys. Cheers.